You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Charlotte Abate. I'm Emily Ballou. And I'm Samantha Omari. And this is Young, Scrappy, and Hungry. Welcome, y'all. This is it. All yes, right. I'm so excited. How's everyone? I'm oh, sorry. I'm fine. You know, just chugging along. <laughs> How about you, Emily? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. It's going to be a good week. Yes, yes, I love that energy. Yes, let's let's keep it. Let's keep that energy. Let's keep it up. Let's manifest more yes. of it. All right, mm-hmm. awesome. Um, <laughs> let's just go in with the introductions. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll start. Um, again, my name is Charlotte Abate, and yes, that is how it's pronounced. It's not a bait. It's not whatever else. I know it's annoying, but that's 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 what it is. <laughs> um. And I am originally from Ridgefield, Connecticut, um, although my hometown um, answer is a little bit complicated because my family has moved around a lot. So I've lived in Canada. I've lived in Dallas. I've lived in Austin. I'm now currently in Verona, New Jersey. But um, yeah, shout out to my Connecticut peeps. (laughs) Awesome. And as I said, I'm Emily Blue. I am from this small town called South Royalton in Vermont. And I currently attend Middlebury College where I am a senior. I am studying theater and American studies with concentrations in journalism and acting and a focus in Asian American studies. Coolio. Um, my name is Samantha Marisendejas. Yes, that is a hyphenated last name. And um, I'm originally from a small town in the Rio Grande Valley of South Texas called Far. Yes, P-H-A-R-R, not as in far, far away. And uh, currently right now, I am in Austin, Texas. I am a senior at UT Austin. I'm getting a BA in theater and dance with minors in arts administration and management, as well as in Mexican-American Latina Latino studies. Yes, and I'm currently focusing on, um, when it comes to theater, focusing on the management and producing side of it. Nice. I love that. Yeah. So I, um, forgot to include my school. So yeah, I, um, recently just graduated from the university of Texas at Austin, same as Samantha. Yeah. Hook them. Um, and yeah, so I just graduated in May. Obviously, the um, current world situation is not exactly what I envisioned for my um, my graduating um, or the Im- immediate graduation of my college career. But I digress. You know, I graduated with a business degree in marketing and the same minor as Samantha, um, arts management and admin. Um. And yeah, I mean, I'm definitely happy to not be in college right now. I know that people are really struggling. I could not even imagine. Um, so shout out to you peeps who are in school struggling through it. Charlotte, how did you become involved in theater? So man, <laughs> what a question. I This is going to be a long-winded answer. Just keep your just heads up on that. Um, So let me just start by saying I was born into a family of like people who love theater. Like I, I literally, there was not a moment during my childhood where like the 
soundtracks of Wicked and Rent weren't like blasting in my house. Um, and that's just how I was raised. I, I It was constantly around me. Um, so it was kind of hard for me to not get involved in, in some way. Um, but how it started from the very beginning, let me take you back. <laughs> um, the year was um, 90, 99, 2000, around there. Um, I was like one and a half to two years old. And I my, I was put in a dance class. I was two years old. I was doing tap, um, if you can imagine that. And I just continued dance until I was like a freshman in high school after discovering that I just like wasn't good at all. I just like, I was like, you know what? This is not for me. I think I'm going to like put my creative outlets in like different parts of performance. <laughs> so <clears throat> um, during that whole dancing saga of my life, I also started doing um, like after school stage productions. Um, like from first grade until sixth grade, I was in this after school program called Act One. And we did shows like we did Grease, we did like Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Co., which is like one of my all time favorite shows. Um, we oh, did High God. School Musical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And we did this weird mashup of The Wizard of Oz and The Wiz called The Wiz of Oz. I I don't know why. I can't explain. Um, but it was really fun and I loved it, obviously. And just continued when, when I went to middle school, I continued um, staying involved in school productions and all of that. And then I joined choir and... I also joined like an after school choir because I was just that into it. I was like that cool girl um, in all the choirs. <laughs> and then I, again, continued that into high school. I uh, was involved in like all the plays, all the musicals, choir every year. Um, and it was like the best. I loved it. I, I went to a really, really small high school. So it was like not difficult to get involved in that kind of stuff. We didn't really have to like audition for things. And so I really like was allowed to let my like freak flag fly. <laughs> so yeah, I was um I was involved in a choir all throughout high school. I loved it a ton. It was like my favorite time of the day. Um, and at that point, I just realized that I loved being on stage, I loved performing. I loved art and I and creating something that audiences could enjoy and see me in. And basically, like to get to cut it short, I just loved attention. <laughs> um, and then, like when I was in college, it was a little bit harder for me to get involved in theater. I mean, UT is a massive school. It's like fifty thousand students a day on campus all the time. And because I wasn't technically a theater and dance student, I felt like it was just hard for me to get involved. Um, and so I, I wasn't like involved a ton until I studied abroad um, my junior year in Edinburgh. And I was, I got to be stage manager for one of the like student theater productions there. And it was like incredible. It was so fun. It was my favorite part about study abroad. Um, and yeah, so that was that that was like a very fulfilling point in my college career. Um, and then, of course, like I was working at a, a regional theater in Austin as well for like almost a year and a half. So that also just like let me get that creative fulfillment in throughout college. But again, I know that was very long winded. <laughs> All I all that to say, I I've, I've always loved theater. Um, I always will love theater. It's like ingrained in my veins, in my blood. Um, what about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlotte, I'm kind of the opposite of your start, I guess. Um, I also first was enrolled in my first dance class at a young age. I think I was about four. And I fell in love with performing and fell in love with dancing. And I knew that I just wanted to do more of it. Um, so I definitely caught the, the performing bug through dance that way. And I grew up taking dance lessons, you know, start out with ballet, like, like most people. Then I ventured into tap and jazz and then more contemporary lyrical. 
And then I very quickly discovered the world of theater um, through watching, you know, movie musicals and then watching the older kids at my school um, perform in the school musicals when I was still too young to be in them. And then the summer after my seventh grade of middle school, I actually participated in my first show. Um, So it was at this local um, sort of small regional theater called Chandler Center for the Arts in Randolph, Vermont. Um, And it's where the magic happened. Every summer they put on an annual youth musical. And that summer it happened to be Peter Pan. And so I was in the teen chorus. Um, I had an absolute blast and I knew that that would not be my last musical. Um, And then after that, um, I did some of my school shows, my school plays and musicals, and fell deeper in love with musicals and musical theater. And then I finally came to college, uh, where I took my first acting class, acting one, and was ready to declare uh, my theater major very quickly after. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of how I got my start. I grew up very active kid, always playing sports. Um, and so Ooh. my life, oh, <laughs> my life, uh, you know, growing up was very revolved around sports, but I always like did sort of creative performing arts sort of things. But when I came to college, I knew that those roles would sort of reverse and that I'd be more focused on the performing arts and theater. And then the athletics would sort of take a backseat to that. What about you? I love that. Yes. <laughs> athletics take a backseat. Who cares? <laughs> Uh, Samantha, what about you? Um, Similar in some ways to the both of y'all. So, of course, um, I started out in dance, too. (laughs) As we all do. As we all do, right? Um, At, like, three, four years old. I don't know. I was a kid. And, of course, started in ballet. Um, I did gymnastics for a while. I'm just now remembering that I did gymnastics for a while, um, the little gym, here we go, and um, competed and like did stuff like that for very little. I did karate. Um, what? Yeah, I've yeah, always I, wanted to do that. It was so much fun. I loved it, but I got out of it just because of like, um, like my parents were just worrying about like possible injuries that could happen and just stuff like that. Because I went, I eventually was moving up. And there was one class that I stayed behind in. I think, oh, I don't remember which one it was, but I think it was Juditsu. Uh, Juditsu. I think I'm mispronouncing it, and I'm so sorry for that. But um, I remember, like, telling either my mom or my dad, and I was like, like, hey, so, like, we, like, did more movement. And they were like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that had to come to an end, sadly. But um, – I very much enjoyed that. My parents were like, just, you cannot come home from school and not do anything. Like you need to do something. So they were, they would put me in like ballet. They would put me even in salsa classes and uh, they would even take me to painting classes, just stuff like that. And it was, I noticed, well, they noticed at a very young age that I was like, I liked creative thing so when it came to painting even though I'm not good at it I'll do it um dancing I'll do it singing I'll do it I was that one little kid that performed in the living room to literally no one to a soundtrack and did costume changes running to my closet to change into another dress and yeah, that's where it like kind of started. That's where the spark came to be. Um, I did choir too. Yep. Yes. Yep. Choir kids unite. Choir, choir was the best. <laughs> yeah, but I did choir for a bit. And then um, I moved districts and there wasn't really a choir or like theater program. So I really didn't do anything during that time that I moved to another district. Um, and there was a theater class there. There were there was theater and choir, and I had enough time in my schedule to be able to put those in. So I put those in, and it stayed like that all the way until I graduated high school. I did choir, I did theater, um, 
dance would be in here like you know whenever like they asked you to <laughs> um and yep I did sports in high school too very little but did that and then I came to college and I remember as I was applying for college I was like okay I know for sure I want to do theater but what do I want to do in theater I grew up as an actor as an actress um my whole life I did acting in middle school I did acting in high school all of that shebang um but then it wasn't until like when once I started like going into college well the summer before going into college so I was like I want to explore. I want to explore. I want to really like be well-rounded as much as possible. And yeah, so I did stage management for a little bit. My love and support and all of the good things to stage managers. It's um, hard. It's so it's hard. hard. Yeah. And nothing but support for them. Nothing but support for Absolutely. them. Um, and I did that for a while and I really enjoyed it, but I was like, I don't think this is for me as like full, long, long time career thing. Mm -hmm. And then I eventually learned that I'm really into dramaturgy. Mm. And then I co-created and co-produced a um, theater organization on campus with a couple of like other friends and colleagues of mine. And it was I, I noticed that we were doing a lot of like management producing kind of things. So I really started enjoying that. And as I went more into my minor, um, I really enjoyed the management and like administration producing side. So I think it's sticking into that. I'll do like directing, dramaturgy, acting, whatever it may be. Cause just theater. Mm. Yeah. But, um, I'm really geared towards that. So anywho, closing that book, closing that chapter, here we are. Yeah. Dude, I'm like so in the same boat. And I also like, I didn't discover that minor, the arts admin minor until like late in my college career. And I'm so glad I did because like, again, like I was saying, it was really hard for me to like get involved in theater in college, um, at least at UT. And so, like, finding that and finding, like, an outlet where I could really focus, um, like, exactly what I wanted to do was so fulfilling because, I mean, yeah, I was, like, a business major, but, like, I do not want to be in, like, corporate America, like, <laughs> doing all of that. You know, like, props to those who want that. I, I It's just not for me. I did, like, mm -hmm. an internship in a, in a very corporate environment, and I was just, like, this ain't it. So... Um, yeah, like I, I, I finding like a way to like mesh my like theater and like business, business passions, I guess you could say was like so incredible. I also just a side note, just remembered while you guys were talking that I, <laughs> I used to have this like recurring dream as a young child. I think I was like, in kindergarten or first grade where and this is like when I knew that I was like I like want to be involved in theater I was like I kept having this dream where I was like a singer or something performing I, I, I was like in class in like my kindergarten class and I would like get up onto the classroom desks and just like grab a microphone out of thin air and just like start singing and I'm not lying. I literally would have the stream like at least once a week for like months. And then I was like, okay, well, that's that's it. That's what I'm going to do. So that I, I forgot to I completely forgot about that. But I guess that's that was my moment. <laughs> Those dreams are the little theater kids in all of us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, okay. What about like what? This is a big question, but what are your, like, goals? What do you guys want to be doing? I mean, obviously, this is a podcast trying to attempt to help people through their career qualms and woes, which, I mean, obviously, the three of us are having currently. Um, I mean, who isn't? But um, so, like, wh where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? What are your goals? Let's go. 
For starters, live theater again someday, you know, in a theater yes. with people, around people, with live audience. Uh, what I wouldn't give to feel that rush of you know, curtain call, um, the jitters of opening night. <laughs> uh, it's the best feeling um, that someday, someday we'll get back to. Yes, everyone manifest it right now. Thinking about it. Please. Oh, gosh, please. <laughs> Um, other than that, first and foremost, I want to be performing. I want to be an actor. Um, because I started off as a dancer, the big, you know, song and dance musicals are always what gets me going. Um, although I'm, I'm of course open to everything else. Um, but being in just a huge cast show with a lot of dancing and movements, oh, all the glitz and glam of that is something that I dream about every day, especially during this pandemic. Um, other than that, I am, as I mentioned, a senior in college. So I'm working on all my senior work and theses and projects and preparing for grad school auditions. So that's my sort of full plate right now. And what my, you know, short-term, long-term goals are. Yeah. I mean, that is a big plate. So good luck, girl. I'm rooting for you. What about you, Samantha? Definitely. Um, well, we're passing the plate. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, same thing. Just live theater. Oh, gosh, please. Um, this is a PSA to wear your masks. For the love of God, please. Yes. And um, sorry, I got so passionate about that. <laughs> okay. Yes. Please do be passionate about it, though. Yeah. And um, yeah, like right now as a senior too, just just trying, <laughs> just really trying to do this. We are submitting assignments and we are trying to learn as much as much as possible through them. Um, and yeah, I'm um, also doing an undergraduate thesis, so there's that. Um, currently, like, getting all the paperwork ready for, like, grad school applications, too. So that is stressful within itself. But, <laughs> it's so exciting. Uh, it's exciting. Right? It's exciting, but it's, like, I need resources. <laughs> like, I need resources of people like helping me and telling me, Hey, it needs to be done this way mm. or stuff like that. I don't know. That's, that's been like my biggest concern, but anywho, I digress. Yes. Um, yes. And um, <laughs> hopefully we can get into some of those resources and, and help you along in that. I know we're, we're helping ourselves and our listeners. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And um, yeah, I, I want to, I want to be able to produce work. I want to be able to um, meet as many, like, meet as much new people as possible while doing that and really coming together and just create theater and theater where, like, young people or, like, young people or just people in general, really, to be able to see themselves on stage and be like, oh my gosh, that's me. Mm-hmm. Or, oh my gosh, I can be them. That is like my yes. biggest goal. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I think that's like what brings people into theater. Like they see themselves in some sort of capacity on a stage and they say like, I need to be the one on that stage or like involved in some way. So yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Let's go on to the goals of, of Charlotte over here. Yes, oh God. Absolutely. Oh, God. Well, (laughs) as I've said, (laughs) I graduated in May, and that was – this current situation is not what I envisioned. Um, So I would say currently my, like, very short-term goal is just to get a job of some sort. I mean, obviously, this internship is a job, and it's it's a lot of work, but I need – I need money. And I don't want to live with my parents forever. Sorry, mom and dad. But like, <laughs> I 
it's hard. It's hard to go from being really independent for four years and like living literally halfway across the country from your family and then having to go back and like feel like you're in high school again. But without the school, <laughs> you're just like sitting at home for hours and hours staring at walls. <laughs> um, so definitely getting a a, a job. I I'm, I'm I have two um interviews for like two part-time jobs coming up this next week so everyone cross your fingers for me that they aren't i did have a job at chipotle but um it didn't work out (laughs) it didn't work out let's not go into it but it didn't work out um but as like a more you know long-term overarching goal i mean i would just i would love to be involved in the administrative side of theater um that's really I I loved performing, like, don't get me wrong, but I felt like, for me, it was, like, I think I'm just not at the level of commitment where I could be really um, competitive about it. Like, I just feel like you have to have a certain, like, intense drive to, like, be a performer, and I am not that person. <laughs> and so I was like, well... I am interested in the business side. I, 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 I'm interested in business and I'm interested how th- uh, with how things operate. And so I, I explored that in college and it turned out well, well, I mean, as well as it could have. Um, and so that's, that's my overarching goal. I mean, doing exactly what, um, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'm interested in production, but I'm also interested in like, like I said before, I was I, I was a development intern um, for Zach Theater in Austin. Shout out to Zach. I love that. If I could like, if I could have worked at Zach, but like just moved it to New York or like the New York metropolitan area, that's like my goal <laughs> to find somewhere like Zach that's like here because <laughs> I didn't want to stay in Austin. Um but yeah, I was there for almost a year and a half. And I mean, development for people who don't know, it, it's fundraising, all of that good stuff for a nonprofit. And it was like the best year and a half I ever, like it was so much fun. I loved the people I worked with. I loved the environment. I loved the shows they put on. Anyone listening in Austin, they are doing like live outside concerts like that are socially distanced right now. So go buy your tickets. Um I wish I could be there to see them. But, um, you know, I'd also be interested in doing something with marketing, you know, to utilize my degree. (laughs) Um, That would be, I'm sure that would be interesting. Um, But then again, like even far further into the future, I would love like as a, like an end game goal to like be like a managing director for a nonprofit or a regional theater. Like that is my end game goal. I would love to be doing that. Um, but again, I think no matter what my goal is to have my career be involved in theater in some way. And I, I, I could never live without it. Like a life without theater is not living. You know what I mean? At least for me. (laughs) No, it's not. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think long-term down the road, I can also see myself if I'm not acting, then maybe moving into theater education. Um, I really love working with kids and getting them as excited about theater as I am. So I can definitely see myself maybe doing children's educational theater or working in a school or doing some programming with a small theater company. And I would, I could 100% see myself venturing into that as well. Yes. Those are the people that shape the the theater people of today so yes Mm -hmm. yeah i I mean like i said i'm not i i (laughs) i i don't i just don't know how to handle myself around children like i feel like i like don't know how to speak to children on their like plane so i just am like I, I think if I were to talk to a child, I'd be like, so how do you feel about the weather today? Or like, I just don't know how to like talk to them or like interact. But on the topic of education, yeah, I mean, like, I would love to even be involved in like theater education in a high school or middle school, probably high school, middle schoolers <laughs> are, are too crazy for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, 
again, I went to a really small high school, uh, high school and, um, like I had really close relationships with all of my teachers because we, again, like, I, I think one of my classes was two people for the entire year. I had two people in my class and my classmate, um, was always sick. And so it was just like me and my stats teacher. Um, so it was very that vibe. And so like, because I was so involved in like the performing arts aspect in high school, I got so close with my um, my theater director and my uh, choir director. Like, I my musical theater director from high school literally spent Christmas with my family two years ago. <laughs> so like, being that person for another high schooler, like, I I, I would love to be that person. Who knows? Of course, like who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows? I'm sure my goals will change a lot, um, but that's always. I, I would love for that to be an option for me as well. Um, how did we get involved in the internship? How did we get involved oh, yeah. with VPN? So, um, I got involved because so in the I studied abroad the fall of my junior year and then I came back and one of the classes that was offered for that minor at UT arts admin and administration was called business of producing and I was like oh my god this sounds really interesting um let me take this in the spring and it was taught by um, a professor named Natasha Davison, who will be a guest um, on one of our episodes in the future. So stay tuned. Um, but the class was basically like every week. Well, first of all, <laughs> the, the the class was three hours long on Monday nights. So mm -hmm. it was a commitment. It was a commitment. <laughs> but we... Um, every week would have a different like person from the industry come in and and lecture us basically on like everything that they were doing how they got to where they were and we got to like meet these people because it, this wasn't like a big class and um so we had like um producers coming in we had i think the first week we had like the pr one of the co-producers from mean girls come <gasps> in that's yeah so like cool. Mean Girls Broadway, it was incredible. And like, that was like the first class. So we were all like, oh my God, like, what is going on? We had, um, like, we had everyone. We had like producers, we had people who were like owners of, or like CEOs of companies that produced like um, music. We had this really interesting guy come in talking about like innovative ways to like, reinvigorate live theater so it, into more like interactive obviously with covid going on like who knows i, I hope he's doing well <laughs> but like um yeah so it was like interactive theater and how he was kind of like reinventing the wheel in that sort of way um but i digress it was a really interesting class and so when i left the well so i was classroom assistant for natasha um which wasn't like it Basically, I just like ran the PowerPoints for the presenters. Um, and it was so cool. And I was like, I had a relationship with, with Natasha because of that classroom assistant position that I kept in touch with her. And I, I emailed her often for the next couple of semesters just to check in and see how she was. And I, I met with her in person a couple times just to like talk about like her just to get her advice on like what to do and like she always was like the most generous person coming to every one of her students with opportunities and um so in I guess maybe J July I think in July or August of this year I got an email from Natasha saying um bpn broadway podcast network is looking for interns um they're super busy this is a really cool company um and they would love to have an intern and let me connect you with someone there and that was basically it i i met with um katie rosen our supervisor and she interviewed me and that was like that was that it was incredible like the the 
the generosity of Natasha to like give me the connection and then for it to be like actually fruitful is like so incredible and cool. Um, so that's how I got here. That was very long winded again. What about you guys? So um, I had the ex- same experience as you, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I took the same class this past spring semester with Natasha. And it was very interesting to see how that class transitioned from in-person to online. Yeah. And um, loved it. It was great. Learned a lot. Met a lot of people. And um, I remember um, Dory, who is the CEO of um, the Broadway Podcast Network, uh, she came in for a lecture one time and I like you know with that class like we have to have questions ready so of course like all of us had to do our research on the people that were coming in and ask questions about the industry or about their work about themselves uh, and so forth and I remember being really interested in uh getting really interested in podcasts like well getting like listening to podcasts during that time uh, being stuck inside, it's just really good to hear someone else's voice but my own. And <laughs> so there was that. And also I was trying to, during that time, I was also trying to find like an even balance of my regular everyday life and my Broadway fanatic self. Yes. So um, knowing that there was an outlet for that was great. Um, and then I remember Natasha just saying like, hey, you guys want internships in the business and if you guys are looking for an internship like let me know keep in contact with me um and I remember emailing her and was like hey I'm really interested in really like getting an internship and putting my foot in the, like putting my um putting myself in the room and you know all that so she was like awesome great just send me your resume, send me your, send me your stuff and we'll look from there. So I sent her my stuff. And then it wasn't until like July around that time when she was like, Hey, VPN is looking for interns. Uh, I'm just wondering if you're interested. And I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I looked through the description and everything. Right. But I was like, of course. Yes. And, um, met up with Katie as well. And here we are. Yeah. So, yeah. Love Natasha. Shout out to Natasha. Yes. But, Such a real one. Yes. Honestly, I'm, I was so grateful for that class too. Mm-hmm. And now, Emily. How did you get here? How did I get here? <laughs> um, well, the past few years, I really started getting into podcasts. Um, podcasts on wide variety of subjects. A very eclectic mix in my, in my saved podcast logs. Um, and because other than theater, my other passion is journalism, I've really been looking at new forms of it because I've only had experience with print and newspaper journalism. So I was looking into different mixed medias and that sort of thing. And last year, my college was offering a podcasting class and I thought it might be a nice thing to try. So I took the class, absolutely loved it. And my college also has an online job and internship posting forum. And this summer, I saw that there is a post um, by Katie, who happens to be an alum of Middlebury College, um, Roll Pants. Uh, And she posted it looking for a summer intern. And by the time I saw it the next day after it was posted, it had already been filled. And so I also already had summer plans. And so I kind of took the initiative to email Katie myself and said, hi, uh, this is who I am. I saw your posting. It's already been filled. I also already have signed on to summer plans, but podcast Broadway together, exactly my passion of what I want to be doing and looking into right now. Not sure if there's anything available, but I would love to become involved in any amount that I can this fall. And so I also um, met virtually with Katie and Alan and just talked to them about what I was into and what I could do with BPN. And now I'm here. 
Yes. Thank goodness, too. It's very exciting. Oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, yeah. I would like to know, as our last little topic of convo, what has COVID – I mean, obviously, it has changed everyone, like, immensely. But, like, what were you doing pre-COVID versus now? I mean, like, in terms of hobbies – uh just like general how are you doing how has covid affected you well it's funny well not really funny but i was actually (laughs) in the boston area for some auditions i was at netc's and auditioning for possible summer stock theater summer employment opportunities um uh the one of the first weekends in march i came back to campus and Less than 48 hours, we received the notification that we all had to depart campus within a few days. And that so crazy. very quickly, my wonderful weekend auditioning um, turned into haphazardly packing up my dorm room, saying goodbye to my friends, um, and going home. Um, I very thankfully have uh, – my family has been healthy and hasn't been affected by COVID in that way. Um, but personally, it definitely sort of threw what my summer was going to look like, as well as my senior year, of course, um, focusing in performing and not being able to do much of that has definitely um, thrown me for a loop and sort of had me think outside the box. So this summer, I spent a lot of time just reading plays as many plays as I could, um, scouring, listening to different musicals that I wasn't as familiar with and sort of building my own inside my head repertoire, I guess, um, finding audition materials, that sort of thing. And I actually came up with an independent project for this fall. Um, and I am doing this as one of my classes, uh, through the theater department here in Middlebury. And I am directing and producing a show um, which celebrates Asian and Asian American theater. And so I've collected different scenes and monologues written by Asian American playwrights. Um, I cast it with an entirely Asian identifying cast. I have a majority Asian and Asian American production creative team and crew. And we actually have our first read through tomorrow night, which I'm really excited about. And so that's kind of been my focus um, during quarantine and, uh, and what I've been up to lately. I love that. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I'm very excited about it. Um, it's very much a passion project of mine that I'm, I'm so thankful I have the opportunity to, to make happen. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I really, really just want to highlight, um, you know, further representation, um, and artists of color and their work, um, representation matters so much to me. And I really think that underrepresented voices of color, especially, should be heard. And all these great, beautiful stories should be told. Um, and so that's what I'm kind of striving to do right now. Yeah, that I mean, that's really important work, too. So and it's like incredible that like, like you are giving that opportunity to like so many young people too, who like might not necessarily get that opportunity otherwise. Yeah. A really great part about this cast that I've found is that not many of them have much experience in theater or at least at the collegiate level in sort of providing this opportunity and providing a stage quite literally um, to do so is, is so magical And because we can't have an in-person live audience, we're working with some students who are involved with the film department here. And so the show can be live streamed to a virtual audience, which is very exciting. Yes, that's so cool. The new new theater. Ugh. (laughs) Well, hopefully not for long. Hopefully. What about you, Samantha? How has COVID rocked your world? (laughs) Oh, it has rocked it all right (laughs) and um 
congratulations, Emily, first of all. Thank you. Very happy, very proud. Um, It's it's an experience, but... um, (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So, yeah. So before that, um, I... I don't even remember at this point. No, um, <laughs> it, I mean, it was a long time ago now. Honestly, yeah, it feels such a long time ago. But no, honestly, I'm kind of trying to remember. So I was actually co-directing and co-producing a show um, with a wonderful friend of mine. Shout out to Natasha. And uh, it was supposed to be like part of the organization that um, I was with. And I was really excited for the show. I remember watching it um, like my senior year of high school. And I was like, this is my superhero in theater. And it was called Las Soledaderas. And it's about the women soldiers that fought in the Mexican Revolution. Mm. So an all Latina cast um, and um, majority production crew as well. Uh, run by a Latinx theater org as well. And I was just so excited to be able to do theater because I hadn't done theater in like probably a year before that. Um, So I was just really excited to be able to do that and be in the room. And I remember, um, I remember seeing and like hearing about, hey, about COVID. And I remember working at um, an office on campus and at the end of the day we had to wipe everything down like two times or we had to like keep disinfecting like almost every single like possible moment that we could um and I I just remember feeling so heavy that day and I I remember the day I remember the date everything and I remember I was supposed to have rehearsal that day and the organization and I, we sat down with one of our advisors and we basically talked about, you know, what's going on, what's going on with COVID, uh, what theater might be looking like. And we were just trying to plan out um, what we could possibly do to keep these stories alive, to keep these voices alive as we try to transition into being at home. Um, and it was, it was such a like emotional time to also have to like talk to the cast and the crew about that um but we all understood thankfully and we all keep in contact and it's all good it was all amazing I miss it still to this day and I miss everyone too and I just remember waking up the next day I was supposed I woke up on time to be able to go to work and I see a text message from the entire university saying the university's closed please stay indoors and it was like what is going on and I, re- I remember even my boss texting us saying, don't come into work, take the day off today. And just hearing about all these news and like all the cases that were popping up here. Mm-hmm. And it was just a wild, wild time. Um, I was trying to figure out like what, like what was going to happen with theater, what's going to be going on. Um not just for myself, also like for my other, like for my friends, for my fellow colleagues, for the industry as a whole. Um, And yeah, it was just wake up, go to class, do homework, meet with some people through Zoom. That was pretty much it. And I was also trying to get ready for like internships as well. And of course, like those had to, those had to get canceled as well. Um, And yeah, so it was just, it was just a lot of, a lot of time to myself. And I really had to learn that. And I'm still learning that now. I'm still learning that now, but um, it was a lot to take in. And when it came to the summer, I just did summer classes and lived with my mom. That was pretty much it. (laughs) And then I came back up to Austin and the same thing all over again just wake up school meet with people through zoom do homework there you go right but I'm like 
oh, Sam, like, get out of that. Get out of that that mentality. Get out of that state. Yes, it's necessary to feel all of these things, but also, like, pick yourself back up. And that's specifically towards me. Like, take all the time when it comes to mental health and everything, especially during this time. Like, take all the time you need, of course, right? But at the same time, it's like, there's still stuff that needs to be done. And please take care of yourself more than anything. I was like, oh gosh, I'm really not taking care of myself even though I'm taking the time for myself. Um, and in order for me to do that, I was like, I need to be able to work on something that I want to do. And this literally happened like the beginning of this month, not going to lie. So um, I'm, start, I'm starting with grad school apps and, you know, that's a trip. Um, but again, like how you said, Emily, it's fun. It's, nerve-wracking but it's fun so I'm really enjoying that and trying to get all of that together um and I'm meeting up with my org and we're trying to do as much um activism work right now Mm -hmm. more than anything um we're not able to really be in person but to be able to amplify as much voices that need to be amplified as possible right now is the most important thing for us So that is what our platform is completely of at the moment Um, and will be, first off, will be. And um, yeah, I'm also now like starting again to work on my thesis. Uh, So trying to get all of that prepared. I'm also trying to get um, things prepared to try to be able to do like an online theater reading of a play um, that really tackles um, BIPOC experience, um, especially um, especially with young kids too. Well, not really young kids. It's like in in your te- like teenagers, um, and yeah, that I'm <laughs> yeah, that's like pretty much it for right now. I'm taking it day by day, um, <clears throat> mental health wise. We, we need to keep talking more about it, but it's getting there day by day, right? Day by day. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's all, it's all going to be good. It's all looking good. Yes. Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Totally. For sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, for me, oh God, I was, I mean, I was a senior, my spring semester, senior year, I was like trying to just get through because I obviously had like an intense case of senioritis. Like I just did not want to do anything. And I'm sure you guys are starting to feel that right now. Um, So I was just trying to get through my classes. I was just trying to get um, done with things. And I, I, I mean, it was like early March that this all kind of happened. So I wasn't really, I was starting to look for jobs in New York um, um, because, I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of theater people can relate to like, you know, the dream of living in New York. That's literally always been my dream. Um, I mean, like growing up like right outside in Connecticut is was, that's just the thing you do. Um, and it still is, but, um, so I was looking for jobs in New York and all of that. And then I remember being in class, being in one of my, um, I think it was my capstone class for my marketing degree. And my professor kept talking about it. And I, I sometimes when I'm bored, I'll read those like daily mail articles, which I know are like ridiculous and stupid. And a lot of them are like not truthful and they don't have facts straight, but you know, I was bored. So I read an article about this virus in China that was like rampaging the country and like was spreading really fast and they didn't know much about it and all this stuff. And then my professor started talking about it and I was like, whatever, like we'll be fine. And then um, I went to work um, and I got a call from my best friend, Rachel, Um, And she goes, she went, she just graduated from Wellesley College in, um, in Massachusetts. And she got a similar call to Emily that was like, you, or she got like a similar email from her school saying like, you need to move out in 
like four days basically and she was like she called me I was at work and she was like sobbing and telling me this and I was like I like did not I could not comprehend like what she was even talking about because I was like I, I didn't think this was like gonna be a big deal for us like I didn't know I mean no one knew as everyone says it's unprecedented um <laughs> and so like, I just didn't even know what to say. I was in shock. And then I went back into the office and my supervisor came in and was basically like, because I was about to go to spring break. <clears throat> I was about to come home to New Jersey for spring break. And my supervisor was basically like, um, yeah, I don't know that the office is going to be open when you come back. I mean, you should probably quarantine for two weeks once you come back anyway, even if the office is open and all this stuff. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and I came back here and obviously like the New York metropolitan area was like really hit hard in those first couple of weeks. Um, and so they, it was weird to be back here um, during that beginning, um, the whole, that whole situation in the beginning. Um, and so, yeah, like, I mean, everything changed. Um, classes went virtual, um, my graduation got canceled. Um, and I obviously understand why, and it was the right choice. Um, it was the right decision, but it, it definitely does make me sad still. Like college was such a huge struggle for me. Um, and I really wanted that ceremony that like would just celebrate the fact that I made it through those four years. Um, and because my family is so spread out and um, spread across the country and my sister, one of my sisters still lives in Canada. Um, I was really excited um, at the prospect of having them all come to Austin so I could like show them my favorite places and make them do the things that I love to do and see the things that I love to see um, because we really hadn't had that opportunity before. Like my parents had visited me in the past, but my sisters really didn't get the opportunity to. Um, but COVID, you know, took that away from all 2020 grads and even potentially you guys like the 2021 grads who knows what's gonna happen so hopefully you guys will be more fortunate um but yeah i mean right now I, again i'm still just like i'm living with my parents i'm not doing much um so i've just been kind of like trying to spend my time like cultivating hobbies and again like my my parents moved here um in to New Jersey when I was like a freshman in college. And so I didn't really get the opportunity to like make any friends here. And so it's basically just me and my parents like in a bubble, just chilling in the house. And like, I don't have contact with anyone else other than like my friends from college who don't live near me. And so it's, it's incredibly isolating. Um, but yeah, so I'm like really trying to cultivate hobbies and try to find a job so I can get off of Texas unemployment, um, like the minuscule amount that I get from Texas unemployment. Um, so I've been trying to do some painting. I've been trying to do like some illustration and graphic design stuff. Some I've been doing a lot of puzzles, as I'm sure everyone else has. I've been baking, not bread. I haven't been baking bread like everyone else. <laughs> no sourdough? No, it's too hard. Banana bread. I actually did make a banana bread yesterday, LOL, but not sourdough. <laughs> it's too difficult. Um, and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, but, of course, I'm sure, as a lot of people have been doing, I've been binging too much. <laughs> Food and content, but I'm talking about content mostly. Um, I'm just like a huge TV and movie person. I always have been. My mother is like a huge TV or she's a huge movie buff, but she also watches a lot of TV. So she just like raised me that way. Um, so I've just been consuming content to like an, un an unhealthy point. <laughs> um, um, and that's 90% of the time that's what I'm doing. So I'm just basically trying to maintain some sense of normalcy by doing the things that I know I liked doing before um but just you know doing them on a, a longer scale a longer timeline um but yeah so that's basically what has been going on thanks to COVID for me um but yeah we're all in this together y'all yes totally <laughs> hopefully as Samantha said, we're all in this together, and hopefully through this podcast, um, 
we can help you and we can help, you know, other aspiring theater professionals such as ourselves try to navigate this tumultuous time. Yeah, I mean, even in normal circumstances, this getting into this industry, breaking into this industry is difficult. Um, and so we're trying to just like shine a light on some of the pathways that people can take um, to get there. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, just stay tuned. Um, we'll try to have every episode coming out every other Friday. Um, and we'll have themes for the rest of the episodes and guests for the guests for the rest of the episodes. Um, so stay tuned for that. We'll have a lot of resources. We'll have a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. We are learning with you and we are all just trying to get off book right now. Yes. So thank you so much, y'all. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.